and welcome to Faithful. My name is Christina. My name is Emma. And this is a podcast where we talk about faith in religion and stuff in pop culture and media. And in this case, uh, stuff that we heard, <laughs> stuff that we heard because uh, someone passed it on to us from a Tumblr post that was based on a Twitter post. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, y'all, y'all have already seen it in the title. Uh, today we're going to be talking about, um, the word according to Gen Z. And, uh, credit where credit is due. Um, this topic was submitted to us, uh, by our friend Tanner through, mm -hmm. uh, through the Corner Podcast Network Discord. Um, because they saw it on Tumblr, I'm assuming, and we're like, mm -hmm. Emma and Christina have to see this. <laughs> and I'm so glad that they did because it really <laughs> so insane it's wild, and hilarious. So, do you want to kind of start off with like who the who the main? Actually, no. Like, what? Where? Where do you want to start? Um, I think maybe just start at the beginning of this Tumblr post. I think we won't go in entirely mm -hmm. chronological order here, but oh, I I was gonna say I did a little bit of research into background on like who is like, I have credit for who's involved in it and stuff and like what the okay. problem is that they're trying to address <laughs> perfect um, well I will or go ahead no go ahead Emma uh well I will start um with uh the kind of twitter thread that got this more attention than it had before um mm -hmm. Matt Walsh uh on twitter made a thread uh, mm -hmm. we're talking about how he discovered this, um, new book that had been published by Lifeway, which is mm -hmm. a major Christian publisher, um, yeah. that had teamed up with a website called Sunday Cool to mm -hmm. produce a devotional for the youth. <laughs> and I, I would like to make a disclaimer here that, um, Matt Walsh is a trash bag who, according to this Tumblr post, uh, by... With a lot of commentary by uh, that was started by user shouts in Dwarvish, and with a lot of and a lot of the context was also added by user second beat songs. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, Matt Walsh uh, is marked red in Shinigami eyes. So if you don't speak Tumblr, that means ah. that he is almost certainly a giant racist transphobe. So. Mm -hmm. t t we're, this is a context. This is the thing where we're getting. We're getting context from a, from a from an inherently bad source, so we're just gonna kind of skim over who was making this. Yeah, don't yeah. don't look uh, him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about him. Um, oh, also, Sunday Cool, which is yeah. the the group that Lifeway worked with to publish the word according to Gen Z. Um, mm -hmm. Sunday Cool seems to mostly be a website that, like, does a lot of screen printing the adults' perception of what teens think is cool and ironic-themed mm. religious t-shirts. Um, mm. but also they do masks. And I clicked around on their website for a little bit, and funnily enough, they had their own joke candidate for the 2020 election. Okay. Um... His his name he was called like Carl with two L's at the end of his name, 
and his platform okay. was something about like, oh, we're gonna make Sunday cool again, and also chicken nuggets. And I'm wow. Just, yeah, it's. I feel like I'm astral project. Like I feel like I'm not even in my body anymore. My. <laughs> yeah, S- Sunday Cool is very much so the website that's a bunch of. I think it's probably mostly like boomers and boomers and like Gen Xers mm-hmm. tr- trying trying so hard to get themselves to be liked by boom by like. By, like, Zoomers and Millennials mm-hmm. to a lesser extent. Oh, like, man. In, in the Tumblr post that we're referring to, which we'll probably just go ahead and, like, link in the in the episode description, um, they have examples from Sunday Cool's website, which <laughs> include a shirt that does say, Love Thy Boomer. <laughs> and... <laughs> And the iconic, and I would honestly probably buy this unironically, pick up your sword, bruh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the yeet, pray, love one. <laughs> See, I, I think pick up your sword, bruh, is my favorite of these ironic shirts, but second mm-hmm. is prayerful vibes. <laughs> no, pick up your sword, bruh. That one actually does kind of, uh, I don't think we can cuss on this show, but it does kind of F word. Um <laughs> <laughs> And, like, the graphic design isn't terrible. It's just that... It's, it's, it's really not. It's it's just that it's extremely, extremely out of touch. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so where do we go from here, Emma? Where do we go from here? Well, if you guys thought that that, that we said was cringy, you have literally no idea where this is about to go. Yes, we... Um, <laughs> We are literally at the first sedimentary layer of the hole that we are digging for Lifeway and Sunday Cool in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that I want to give a like example of how. So basically, what this book is doing, if you're not familiar with like, um, like different like translations of the Bible or whatever, mm-hmm, basically, it's mm-hmm. taking. Um, like a traditional translation of the Bible and like turning it into this like like hip like Gen Z lingo. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is it it's the kind of thing where they are trying to make the Bible more like more approachable to teens mm-hmm. by specifically translating it in what they think is the Gen Z lingo. Mm-hmm. It just comes across as so, like, belittling and, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like, condescending. Because mm-hmm. they're just, it's literally just saying, like, the stupidest stuff that they can in the dumbest way. Because they think that that's how kids talk. And it's like, I don't know how anybody thought that this was. Or if they even did think it was a good idea. Maybe it was some kind of just, you know, uh, circle jerk sort of, like... It's like, oh, we're so much better than those kids. Let's make fun of them for an entire book. I don't know. You know, I I could see this coming from one of two ways. Either either this was something entirely earnestly done by the the Boomer and Gen X uh, employees at Sunday Cool and Lifeway. Because that mm-hmm. maybe they were like, we need to get a budget, or not not a budget, we need to get more uh, more of an audience in teenagers, how do we do that? And then 
Uh, and then one of their college interns said sarcastically, I don't know, maybe you should just make, uh, go go <laughs> on TikTok and Google a whole bunch of, look up a whole bunch of terms and hashtags and just put those in the Bible. And they were like, yes, actually, that's perfect. We're not going to promote you or pay you, but we appreciate the idea. And the intern said, oh, no. <laughs> so So either this was entirely the idea of the people that are in charge of Lifeway and Sunday Cool, or... It was an intern's idea, and then it snowballed from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An intern's joke idea. <laughs> uh, so just to give you guys an idea of what this even says, because um, mm-hmm. I am sure you might be saying, what is Gen Z lingo? I don't even know what that means. Um, well, what, what do they think that Gen Z lingo is? Yeah, it's absolutely nothing that's actually real. But anyway, so just as an example, um, here is Isaiah 48. In the NIV translation, it says Mm -hmm. the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. Pretty famous uh, verse right there. And then Mm -hmm. the Gen Z version says, Moo Moo food goes bye bye and pedal pads take an L, but Capt G's scripts are perm. (laughs) I couldn't even read that all the way through. Um, You'll notice... Uh, who cap G is what they call God, wherever you would write God with a capital G um, mm-hmm. in the in the book, they say cap G instead. Mm-hmm. I, I think my favorite one might be um, the uh, the verse from Ephesians that the Tumblr post quotes, which is um, Ephesians uh, chapter six, verse 12 from the same NIV translation. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But in the version that they think that Gen Z would say is, take that noggin guard of sa- of savies and that big old knife of Cap G's words with a Z at the end. Or a Z if you're Canadian. <laughs> a big old knife. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I think there is something to be said for just the phrase noggin guard of savies. <laughs> that that <laughs> phrase does delight me, and it's the only thing about this that genuinely delights me. <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, monkeys and typewriters, you can yeah, throw enough exactly. garbage at a wall and some of it's going to stick. Um, mm-hmm. Some of it is funny, but like, I mean, it's, like, I think the one... That I just said, like, the moo-moo food goes bye-bye. It's like, what do you, do you think Gen Z are, like, eight-year-olds? You think they don't like, know what a cow is? Literal no, babies? You think they're three? You think yeah. they don't know what a cow is? Yeah, it's, like, this is just such a, like, terrible example of, like, trying to appeal to, like, the youth. And, like, it really... Honestly, I think it speaks a lot to how the church in general is so, like, out of touch with what um, young people are actually looking for. Mm-hmm. And, like, like um, that that applies that. to multiple different capital C churches. That applies to yes. the Catholic Church, although some people are getting better about it. And that also applies to just, like, most Christian denomination churches. They are not necessarily super in touch with um, mm-hmm. what what the young adult population of their congregation is interested in yeah. or even how they talk apparently 
Yeah, I saw like a um, clip from uh, Rhett and Link's podcast, actually. Really? Um, yeah, they actually talk about um, religion and their spiritual journeys a lot on that podcast, which is really huh. interesting to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rhett was talking about um, his problems with the church and why he left the church um, mm-hmm. and was talking about um, kind of the like epidemic, I guess, of, for lack of a better word, with um, like young people leaving the church. Um, mm-hmm. as like it's once like they become independent, yes, exactly. And he was saying that it's like, you know, Christians worry that that's because they didn't teach their kids well enough or didn't like instill these lessons in them well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but his argument was that actually they probably did it too well because the kids are, you know, you taught them compassion and um, mm-hmm. loving your neighbor and um mm-hmm. caring for the sick and the yeah. orphans and the widows um you, you taught and- them uh from Jesus's sermon where he says whatever you whenever you uh whenever you helped the widow or protected the children or clothed the clothed the homeless or fed the sick and injured you did for me mm-hmm. and the kids said okay we can we can do that and then the adult said wait no stop yeah exactly it's just the church like yeah the kids just know better and they don't see the church as the thing that's going to get them to actually do the things that they were taught they were supposed to do they the 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 child not not the children um but the the young adults who like you like the particular kinds of young adults and teens and stuff like you said emma who Mm -hmm. are not necessarily doing like exactly what the church would have them do but are instead like this is specifically relevant to christianity again um but who are specifically doing activist like activist um outreach i guess you could say Mm -hmm. like i i would argue and support and like argue in favor of the fact that like these the people who are doing that are doing more to fulfill christ's mission than Mm -hmm. the people who sit in church and i don't know maybe you give some money when the priest from africa shows up and says hey we're running a school and you say Mm -hmm. okay i'll give you five dollars i i would argue that like they're both doing good but that the people who are actively trying to reach out to others and to affect mm-hmm. positive change, not just including the church, but including other systems as well, are doing mm-hmm. more of Jesus's mission, if that makes sense. No, yeah, for sure. I've talked about it before on this podcast, but yeah, like that's my big problem with like, mm-hmm. like my church and organized religion in general is just like, I feel like nothing happens. (laughs) Like we talk about doing these things and what's important and everything, but it just never actually comes to fruition, Mm -hmm. Um, which is like, you know, the a problem. And it's just so uh, crazy how um, much like church leaders, I say it very broadly, um, 
just bend over backwards to not change anything about the way that they're doing things. And and in some cases, they're even going back on the way that they were doing things. <laughs> maybe I'll do a whole. Maybe I could do a whole episode on the 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 reversion of the Catholic Church to a lot of uh, pre-Vatican II uh, ways of performing church ceremony. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that'll be another episode. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. What was I going to say next? I don't remember. <laughs> um, um, if, uh, if, if I may. Um, yeah, go ahead. So I'm, I'm getting back to the word according to Gen Z. Mm-hmm. As much as we, as much as this thing is a trash fire. Um, mm-hmm. it, I'm assuming that at this point, probably most of our listeners are uh, similarly uh flabbergasted by the way that uh lifeway and sunday cool think is relevant to to young christians Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. surprisingly it sounds like most of the internet including like conservative christian news sites were also mad about it like it's impossible to read any of this and be like how is this not blasphemous? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's very hard to take any of it seriously. Um, also, because like a, a lot of the a lot of the Christian um, websites that were talking about it were mostly upset because they were like, "This is a mockery of God's word." Like you are in in taking the translation with this much humor and sense of levity that you are if you are essentially just like removing all significance and weight from from the literal word of god mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which you know they weren't super thrilled about yeah yeah um to the point where uh like enough notable uh christian um like news websites and resources had called out Lifeway's like Gen Z translation. Enough um, like big Christian news websites called out Lifeway on how terrible this book was um, that they actually issued a um, apology um, on Facebook. Do you have it handy? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want me to just read the whole thing, or you want me to pick out parts of it? It's not too too long, but you could you could read the whole thing if you want to, or not. Okay, up to you. Sure. Um, so this is a Facebook post that Lifeway made. Um, <laughs> I think um, just uh, maybe a week or two after they published the book. Mm-hmm. Um, a statement from our team at the Word According to Gen Z devotional. Lifeway students' greatest desire is to serve the next generation by introducing them to a lifelong devotion to God's word. Recently, in partnership with Sunday Cool, the creators of the popular YouTube series with Cool Carl. Oh, that's the Carl from the political, uh, from the Mm -hmm. joke political campaign. Yes, yes. Sounds like this uh, YouTube series came first. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Our team released a 30-day devotional journey called The Word According to Gen Z. This product features a key biblical text using the ESV, a short lesson from the scriptures, an application section, and a playful over-the-top summary of a verse written as though a parody of Gen Z lingo. There was no intention at any point of doing a translation of the Bible for Gen Z. If you've ever been a student in ministry, you know that some of the activities you plan don't always bring about the effect you hope for, and that's what happened in this case. (laughs) Some people, when they saw this product, assumed that Lifeway decided to translate the Bible in an irreverent manner in order to reach Gen Z. This was not the case. Still, in order to ensure that there is no confusion about our reverence for and commitment to the authority and seriousness of the scriptures, we have decided to no longer publish this product. I feel... I feel like we maybe forgot an important part of uh, the chronology of this event, which was that mm-hmm. the the word according to Gen Z was published on August 20th. And I'm looking at the same screenshot that Emma is here. Mm-hmm. And that apology, like that apology is from August 20th at like 530 p.m. <laughs> I, so actually, and, the book was. I think the book was published on the fourteenth. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wrote down the wrong day then. <laughs> I saw twenty, and I was like, "Oh, it's the 20th. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that's it's a very short turnaround. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's less than a week. And mm-hmm. if you're interested, I have pulled up the press release from Sunday Cool, which was their apology. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear it. Okay, one sec. Let me let me get my window adjusted. Okay, let me put on my cool dude sunglasses for this reading because I'm going to do it in a character <laughs> voice. <laughs> hey fam, at Sunday Cool, our mission is to serve those who serve. For years, we've worked hard to create a remarkable product and buying experience for our circumstances. We have also created content that would help youth pastors engage their students. Our content is fun because we know that joy and laughter are from God. One of our passions is helping students engage and grow in love with God's word. And this was the heart behind our Gen Z Devo, a devotional focus on the reverence, ministry, and application of the gospel. We've been as frustrated as you are with the events over the past 24 hours, but we want to assure you that we're moving forward with this resource. We know that many of you have placed orders for the devotional, and we are committed to meeting the obligations of your orders. At this point, we are seeking several options for publishing this resource. The book continues to be available for order, and we look to deliver it to you in the coming weeks. Our Hmm. aim in this devotional has not been to create a new translation of scripture or in any way alter the integrity or reverence of God's word. Rather, we use exaggerated, over-the-top, fun expressions to express the truth of the Bible. In every page, we include scripture from the English Standard Version to enable students to see what scripture says and dive deeper into God's word. We hope that this devotional and format will create a hunger in young people to dive deeper into the Bible and grow in their faith. We want to thank you for your overwhelming support we've received from so many of you. Your love and support are such a blessing. Stay tuned. From Brock, Carly, Josh, Andy, and the entire Sunday Cool team, except for Karen. (laughs) And this is from August 21st, so the next morning. Wow. That's, like, actually insane how much that one 
is like a different message than what Lai said. It's I had to take the cool kid sunglasses off. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, what I'm getting from the Lifeway apology is that it's a much more specific, like, backpedaling and mm-hmm. realizing, oh, we've genuinely messed up. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing from the Sunday Cool team is, oh, we've been we've been accosted by the man but we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna find we're we're gonna we're looking for a publisher so that we can publish the truth in our bible yeah it's so like like it's really interesting to me that lifeway just kind of wants to like divorce themselves from this as a whole um Mm -hmm. but uh sunday cool who maybe they put more money into the actual like development and um production yeah so they have more (laughs) it's probably also if i had to guess closer to like their entire like brand the entire way that Mm -hmm. they set things up yeah more more in line with the other videos and like products that they make and sell Mm -hmm. for sure um that's really interesting what makes me really upset about that apology is their like insistence that this is somehow like what will involve kids they're like we just you know it's fun and it's hilarious and like it's um just an interesting way to get them to dive deeper into the scripture and it's like Mm -hmm. mumu food goes (laughs) bye-bye you wrote that (laughs) like in what it's just so like condescending and like belittling Mm -hmm. Like, kids want, like, my experience is that kids who are, like, invested in, like, the kind of kids that would read a devotional outside of Sunday, Mm -hmm. like, the people that you're trying to market this book towards are not stupid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, they actually want to understand what the Bible says and, like, get deeper into God's word. But this is just so, like, insulting to their intelligence. Yeah. Honestly, this has reminded me of, like... So when I was in high school and like late middle school, I was involved in two separate youth groups. Um, the first one that I was involved in was the was part of the Life Teen program, mm-hmm. which in the which is very much so like the mainstream Catholic high school and late middle school ministry, mm-hmm. and I didn't really connect with them partially because it was at when I joined it was mostly like the kids who had gone to the Catholic high schools and who had known each other since they were six hanging out together and right. not talking to me the public school kid mm-hmm. <laughs> um but then after that I was able to join a youth group that was actually led by um a couple of a couple of friends of one of my brother's friends um, mm-hmm. And now I also count the my former youth ministers among my friends too, um, but like they they treated us like adults and we were not condescended to, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that everyone got the same fulfillment out of that youth group that I did, but mm-hmm. I I definitely got more out of the youth group where I was interacted with on a personal level and treated like a human and a cognizant. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say adult, but a cognit but a cognizant teenager. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. It's 
I think what really makes this um like unforgivable is that there's an actually like pretty good example of doing this in a respectful like good way um Mm -hmm. which is like the message translation of the bible um it's like their whole if you haven't heard of it before um it's a translation like an official translation of the bible that people use um with more contemporary language um, okay, so in the so, sense of like replacing replacing thee with you, that kind of a thing. Yes, exactly. Let me see if I can okay. find a good like uh, example. Okay. Of um, while, changing while the verses. You, while you look that up, I feel like we also should note that um, presumably uh, Sunday Cool is the ones who have been trying to publish it, um, mm-hmm. but they in the initial publication was made to look like an old, like, worn-in Bible. This is also from the Tumblr post, um, where it was titled, The Word According to Gen Z, A 30-Day Devo, short for devotional, challenge. And the the revised edition that they are selling, presumably mm. after, the, after the chaos, um, is now titled, The Word According to Gen Z, A 30-Day Devo Challenge, Using a Made-Up Language for a Real Generation. <laughs> yeah trying to backpedal on the idea that this is how they think actual gen z talks <laughs> mm-hmm. oh did you look at the original sample pdf it's on the top no post. i didn't uh, bless whoever saved this oh no the the four people who are credited as authors in the original version um are Carl Hooper, Brock Hooper, Andy Denoon, and Josh Hooper. Mm. Oh, Josh, it's all a family. Jo- Josh and Carl are twin brothers, and Brock is their cousin. <laughs> Brock markets himself as the face of the Gen Z community, even <laughs> even though the this 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 adult man looks like he has to be at least thirty three. Woof. They have little illustrations at the front, and he even has like the raggedy beard and hair kind of a thing that happens when you know someone is growing their hair out and they're not taking good care of it. Right. <laughs> um And in their introduction a- oh, they in their no. introduction they do say that the idea was simple. Take the words uh, in everyday life and Bible verses we have all heard before, and translate them into funny and sometimes made up Gen Z lingo. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Just every now and then. Yeah, I don't know. I still have a problem with them calling it funny, but I guess I'll let that slide. <laughs> yeah. P- other people on the internet have gotten vitriolic enough about them joking. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so no. I, I, ooh, I, I have more up. terrible translations. Please finish what you were going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, do you have like a favorite Bible verse that I could look at um, so I can give you a good uh, example um, of what the message does? Uh, it's okay if you don't. I, I can just pick one. No, I, 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 have, I have one, but I'm going to double check that it's the verse that I think it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Deuteronomy 31.6. 
which in the New King James Version translation is, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. All right. Perfect. Okay. So what the message says um, is be strong, take courage, don't be intimidated, don't give them a second thought because God, your God, is striding ahead of you. He's right there with you. He won't let you down. He won't leave you. That's good. Yeah, a lot of people um, have a problem with the message. They think that it dumbs things down too much um, or that it's just like not... You shouldn't take the message as, like, the Bible that you read. It's more of, like, a supplemental thing so you can, like, get a better understanding of some of the verses that are, Mm -hmm. like, kind of hard to understand sometimes. Um, But I don't know. I think as long as it's, like, a lot of people don't think it's blasphemous or, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, they're not saying the wrong things in these verses. They're just kind of uh, giving it a more contemporary context. So... I, I like How, it. <laughs> let's, what if we do um, John uh, 13, 34? John 13, 34. I could do that. Just for comparison. Sure. Mm, okay, I've got it. Um, Something that the okay. message does is combine verses a little bit. So mine is actually... 34 and 35. Okay. Um, the new, so in John, uh, 13, 34, the new King James version, um, it is a new commandment. I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Uh, in the message version, it says, let me give you a new command. Love one another in the same way. I loved you. You love one another. This is how everyone will recognize you as my disciples when they see you love, when they see the love you have for each other. Nice. Nice. I I, I feel like that's, that is a good, I feel like the message would be a good Bible to use if someone was interested in becoming a Christian. Yes. That feels like a good, like, introductory Bible simply because it's not quite as, like, like high language whether it's in the academic or in like Mm -hmm. the like the religious sense for sure yeah a lot of people use it with like um younger kids too you know Mm -hmm. just to get them a little bit more like involved um but it's Mm -hmm. definitely it doesn't dumb things down it literally just says it in a different way you know um and i think at least in my experience um people like, if someone got introduced to God's word from the Message Bible or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they're interested in, in it enough, they'll probably go to, like, the New King James or the NIV or something eventually just to see what it actually says. Yeah. Um, so it's not like this is, like, barring people from hearing the real word of God or anything like that, you know. It's just a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any, uh, do we have anything else that we want to talk about with, um, the word according to Gen Z before I do, like, oh, actually, I have, I have a point going back to the Gen Z Bible that I would like to make, which is, Uh, um, 
which is that even just in scrolling through the um the in the, scrolling through the original sample PDF that is available uh here um a lot of it also feels like they're trying to parody uh African American vernacular English yeah. or AAVE mhm because yeah. it which is not which is just an incredibly bad move especially when they were writing this in 2020 and yeah it's really it's really out of touch it's so like yeah it it's insanely <laughs> insanely bad and 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 racist and heretical and blasphemous <laughs> mhm mhm yeah um yeah really <laughs> so uh, I have one more, like, I have one more verse that I would like to pull from. And mm-hmm. with, and in this one, maybe we can cross-reference it in the message and New King James and the word according to Gen Z. Mm-hmm. The verse is uh, John chapter 1, verse 1. All right. So in the New King James Version, chapter 1, verse 1 uh, of the Gospel of John is in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god uh in the message version it says the word was first the word was present to god god present to the word the word was god in readiness for god from day one and in the word according to gen z the sunglasses are going back on (laughs) since day uno there was cap g Big J was chillin' with Cap G, and Big J was Cap G. <laughs> Big J is Jesus, if you didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. Who also isn't... The other translations don't really mention Jesus in this verse. I, I think, I wonder if they're trying to take it in the tack of like, oh, Jesus is the word of God fulfilled. Sure, sure. But then like, I mean, I understand that, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess that's it. I mean, I don't have <laughs> a lot of, I don't have a lot of other notes, but I do have like a question for us to kind of like talk about. Sure. Um, which is in in your opinion, Emma, is mm-hmm. is there a, is there any kind of effective way to translate religious text to like teen appropriate forms? Like, if you had, if someone gave you infinite money to create a translation of the religious text that you and I have in common, the Bible, um, mm-hmm. but they told you that you had to specifically make it for teenagers. What, mm-hmm. How would you make that? What would you do? Well, um, as a child, I did own like a teen focused Bible. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that they approached it was um, they didn't retranslate any verses. They were all, I don't remember what version it was, but they were all like, I don't know, NIV or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But then they had um, little like call outs and little paragraphs um, that would take up some space on the page that would be like, hey, let's talk about what that actually meant. So you would read, you know, like a chapter or whatever. And then there would be a little um, another paragraph that says like, hey, so what that was actually saying was um, this and this is how it would be applicable. Or here's an example of how you could like see that in real life. Um 
I think that's probably how I would do it. Um, Or I would go with um, something more like the message Bible, where Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, you could even do something kind of similar to what, um, like, the format of uh, the word word according to Gen Z, where it's like, they have the real translation, and then they have a little bit, like, a quote-unquote fun translation um, Mm -hmm. to get you to dive into it more. I think having you know, like, the, like, NIV and then, like, the message right next to each other. I think that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I think that genuinely makes me think harder about it. I think something like that could work, too. Um, But just periodically, not the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Mm -hmm. How about you? See, honestly, my my train of thought was since, um, since reading as an interest is maybe not as common among teenagers. Mm-hmm. My thought was either, well, my first thought was Vine compilation, but Bible verses. <laughs> or I guess TikToks, <laughs> but Bible sure. verses. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my more realistic thought was doing like a SciShow style approach to it. Ooh, oh my like, God. <laughs> like, like, I, I don't know if Thought Cafe would work on a religious project instead of a secular one, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, you know, that kind of a thing where there is one, one person, one lecturer, um, maybe John Greek can make a guest appearance, but ideally, <laughs> you know, like, like women and people of color and, you know, yeah. maybe also like a white guy or two, um, <laughs> like kind of going through the Bible, like if... I think chapter by chapter might be too much, but maybe like chunks of chapters at a time, like through the book, excuse me, through the books. And Mm -hmm. cause like, then maybe also you could provide like historical context for what it was like. And then you could talk about like, Oh, Hey, like here is the, here, here's how like it got translated into the version that we know today from Mm -hmm. Aramaic into Greek, into Latin, into English, into English, into English, into English. (laughs) And not that's interesting. And and, like, you know, then you could have, they they could have like the equivalent of the thought bubbles be like, Hey, let's, let's animate like this specific parable or something like that. Yeah. And like a parable or a thing from history or like historical context or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like if if there was a part where I don't know a ver- like a Bible verse was radically changed due to the translation, you could have that thought bubble be like, "Oh, hey, this is why this particular verse was translated in this way." That kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, crash horse like a uh, religion and going through different religions like that would be super fascinating. Well, specifically crash course religious texts because i feel like yeah, they probably sure. already have like they, they may or may not have an actual series on religion in general but like they this would be do. this would be going through like religious texts and heck then you could even extend it to like let's go through the quran let's mm-hmm. go through um let's go through the pentateuch um yeah pentateuch? i don't know how you pronounce it um <laughs> but like let's let's go through other religious texts as well like let's go th- mm-hmm. let's go through the devas um or the oh gosh the the hindu um the the hindu religious teachings <laughs> mhm yeah <laughs> like let let's do that 
because that that sounds so fun to me as someone who would probably watch it all. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, and I, there's so many like world religion classes, you know, mm-hmm. like in colleges and and even in high school sometimes like I'm bummed that I never resource. took a class on that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew they offered one in my high school, but I didn't take it. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't it was not required for me in in college, so I never did that either. Yeah. I, it wasn't, it would not have been, I don't think it was any kind of like a gen ed requirement for me in college. And because I was taking, I was essentially doing a minor, I was doing a major and two minors and Mm -hmm. my college's uh, graphic design program was very militant about when, about what classes you had to take when I did not have time to take any religion classes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a great idea. I think we should contact the Green Brothers and propose it. <laughs> we start with John, if we can find a way to to contact him. <laughs> He's not on social media anymore, so it's hard. Um, John is a Christian, though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's I think religious in some way. It, he is definitely religious in some way. And I think at one point he was, like, an ordained, like, chaplain. And he did, like, hospital ministry, I think. Well, that's really interesting. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, makes yeah. sense though. Honestly, I haven't I haven't tried to keep up on what John Green's doing. Most, <laughs> That's in, in a very fair. Long he's not time. very public about it anymore. So he, he's not very public, and also I've kind of fallen out of interest in his writing, which is That's like fair. yeah. I mean, things change, people change, and mm-hmm. also Hank Green makes TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm on TikTok, uh, but like, <laughs> I saw. Um, a TikTok he made um, the other day where like people keep commenting on his videos like, Hank, how do you know Gen Z so well? You're like, you're such a millennial. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm Gen X. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm really and, old. <laughs> and see, like that that is just proving that like if you if you try mm-hmm. to stay in touch with it, even if you are a Gen X or a millennial or a boomer, mm-hmm. like if you try to stay in touch and just to understand as opposed to trying to parody mm-hmm. younger generations, they will interact with you and you will be able to interact with them in ways that both of you will understand. Right. <laughs> or at least be able to parse. Right, right. I feel that. <laughs> well, I think that's a pretty good note to end on, honestly. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Uh, Christina, would you recommend, um, the, the word according to Gen Z? Absolutely not. Unless you're doing a fun, (laughs) unless you're doing a fun bit wearing sunglasses for, for the humor of yourself and others. Would you recommend it, Emma? (laughs) I think I know the answer. Uh, no. Unless you're goofing off with your friends for a minute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't support them. (laughs) Unless it's, oh my gosh, look at this thing that happened. Don't, don't, just don't. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, well, thanks for listening, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. Faithful is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard uh, on various podcasting platforms through, through Acast, and if we're not there, let us know and we'll work on getting there. Our theme song is Start of Something Beautiful, courtesy of Ketza. We can be reached through an email at faithful2lspod at gmail.com or through our Twitter at faithful2lspods with an S. 
and we always appreciate it if you can rate and review uh, us on your listening platform of choice um, and maybe recommend us to a friend or two. Um, also, if you're interested in talking about uh, faith and religion or sharing funny religion memes, uh, we do have a Discord server uh, in conjunction with the other Corner Podcast Network uh, shows like The Hope for Wayward OCs, uh, Faith, nope, this is Faithful, Loser Like Me, and Not If I Beat You First. Uh, if you're interested in joining up, uh, I think we've got a link on the Faithful Twitter, and if not, then just individually message the show and we can get you a link. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, I don't know what great. we're going to be talking about next time, but I'm sure it'll be something Something fun. great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, until next time, keep the faith! Uh, to be fair, you're you're going to have more research than I do this time as well. Actually, um, actually, you might be surprised because <laughs> I, I know I said last night that I was going to be doing more research today. But what I ended up doing instead was sitting and making doll makers and uh, pickers of my D&D characters for <laughs> at s- least two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you're so incredibly valid for that. It's OK. I think we're going to have enough to talk about just <laughs> reacting In- to it. <laughs> In my defense, I found a couple of really good ones, including one that's literally just an Animal Crossing, like, Animal Crossing New Horizons version of character creation in Picru. The only downside is that it doesn't have, like, the fun fantasy-like skin colors, so I Mm -hmm. can't have- I can't make my blue-skinned monk, but it's fine. It's cute. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So wait, which one of us is actually going to start the episode? Oh, you can do it. (laughs) Okay.